Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Makeup and Motivation here on Pop Culture with I, your lovely host, Monroe. How's it going, everyone? It's been a minute. What's up? <laughs> now, to all of my Spotify listeners, if you are listening in audio only mode, and you have not yet checked out chapter 29, which is up on YouTube, you should definitely go ahead and do that. Because there is the space where I kind of give a whole lowdown on what's been going on <laughs> and why I've been gone for so long. But as today's episode states, I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's plastic. <laughs> uh, no, but... On today's episode of Pop Culture, we are going to be covering everything from the Barbie Oppenheimer frenzy to Doja Cat telling her fans she doesn't fucking love them to celeb breakups and Venus retrograde chaos. <laughs> but before we begin that, I do want us all to please take a moment of silence for the individuals that we have lost in the past month or so since last episode of Makeup and Motivation. So please join me now for this moment of silence. Thank you all for joining me in that moment of silence. I really appreciate it. Now, as you can see the bright pink shirt on that we got going on, we are going to, of course, do a Barbie-inspired look, because how can we not? Now, mind you, this week's episode of Rate It is not going to be a Barbie movie review, just because, in part, I do want to give, like, everybody that tunes into pop culture that hasn't watched the film yet a chance to, like, go and watch it and, like, not get so many spoilers <laughs> um but also i didn't get to do santana last week and i do want to cover that still this week so we're gonna do that um but i mean this is makeup and motivation right so before we get into the full episode first the makeup look i don't know why i did finger guns jeez 29 and showing it's okay <laughs> okay enjoy the barbie inspired makeup look <laughs> Hi my lovely hummingbirds, how do you like the makeup look? Is it beautiful? Is it wonderful? Is it pink and gorgeous? I think so. Podcast Barbie here bringing you all the latest bubblegum pink popping news in popular culture. How's it going everyone? Oh my god, I couldn't do it. Hi, my lovely hummingbirds, what's poppin'? So, this is the makeup look. What do we think? Is it super cute? Is it super pink? Is it just giving makeup Barbie? <laughs> I think so. I hope so. I hope you enjoyed the makeup look. Uh, it didn't come out as bright pink when I originally did this. I might have done such a heavy hand because I refused to switch my contacts out before I did the makeup look and this is the result. So yeah, can you tell what the theme is for today? <laughs> Hold on, can you see what's up? Let me toss this gum out. 
you know, for a second there, when I sat back down, I was going to say, I am the Barbie with a passion for fashion, but that's the wrong fucking brand. <laughs> How's it going, my lovely hummingbirds? So on today's episode, we are inspiring today's makeup look based on Barbie. Why? Because of all the frenzy around the film. Also, while I can be a Bratz girl at heart, and Teen Monroe is definitely a Bratz girl, I grew up on Barbie. And I know you have heard me say many a times, my, my, <laughs> I need to untie that. Oh my god, it's getting hot. <laughs> my disdain for the color pink I am a Barbie girl <laughs> and I grew up <laughs> with the color pink uh well this shit Barbie pink honestly not like pastel pinks but just very bright Barbie pink and I had a bunch of Barbies growing up, but my absolute favorite, and honestly, I don't know why my parents are so surprised that I grew up to, you know, dyeing my hair pretty much every color of the rainbow, when one of my Barbies had that exact same look. Except I never got to do the one that she had, and honestly, it's a vibe. And the temptation to color my hair and that gorgeous sunset look that she had is so strong, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just thinking about it. No, the video's not going to shift on them. That's going to be me. Oh, I should have gotten a wig. <laughs> Too late for that. Anyway, I am Podcast Barbie for today's episode. Anyway. <laughs> I'm having entirely too much fun if you can't tell. So, grew up on Barbie. It's uh, so excited to, you know, being a little bit of a word. So excited to go and like see the film and all of that. <laughs> and like I mentioned for this week, we are not going to be doing a review of it. That's going to be for next week because I want to get everybody that like listens to pop culture at least a week to watch the movie. By next week, Wednesday, if you have not seen the Barbie film, I'm so very sorry, but I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> on today's episode, all we are covering of the movie is like everything that's been going on in the press conference, not the press releases, but the movie premieres. Now, <laughs> for the movie premieres, uh, it's been... Uh, crazy not because anything wild per se has happened but margot robbie's costume team has been absolutely killing it with the fucking outfits that she's been wearing she has been literally copy and paste of like some of the most iconic barbies and honestly i'm so here for it she's living every barbie girl's dream <laughs> Yes, I have two fashion, three, <laughs> three fashion inspirations in this life. One is Barbie, two is Fran Drescher, 
and three is a mix of Prince, Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> and the Adams Family. But not the point. The point here is Barbie. I'm so excited. Now Barbie has been getting a lot of hype, not just because like Margot Robbie's fashion choices, but just the overall plot of the movie and essentially not to give too many spoilers. Barbie goes into the real world. Obviously when the trailer dropped, everyone was like, oh my God, her feet. And I'm just like, how many people have a fetish that saw that fucking trailer? Cause it became one of the most watched videos on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. And also the film has gotten quite a bit of criticism already because of some of the things that are portrayed in the movie. Now we're gonna cover everything when we do the rate it review i say next week we might do it two weeks later we'll see how i'm feeling you're definitely gonna have to like share subscribe click the bell notification or follow me on my socials to stay up to date of when it drops but yeah <laughs> i'm very excited for the movie itself i cannot wait to go i already have what i'm gonna wear ready <laughs> to go watch this movie because I just absolutely have to see it. And yes, I could have worn a blonde wig for today's episode, but you know, Hispanic Barbie was Teresa and Teresa did not have blonde hair, so here we are <laughs> with our gorgeous brunette curls out here. Uh, yeah, and you know, we're just Barbie. I mean, like so many people grew up with Barbie because and i think that's also one of the reasons that the movie itself is garnering so much attention because it is a film that is based on a toy made since 1959 was the first barbie and then the first barbies that were uh people of color were launched in 1980 with christy and Teresa. And the concept of like Barbie having an existential crisis <laughs> ending up in the real world outside of Barbie land where everything is perfect and run by women. <laughs> Just, you know, seems like a great time. Also, they have like a vibrant pink carpet and like, how can you not? There was like a pink paint shortage. I'm all for it. Margot Robbie's amazing. I love her. <laughs> We love Margot Robbie on pop culture, okay? Now, another movie that is also making rounds in theaters currently is Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is based, it's a historical film essentially based around the creation of the atomic bomb by J. Robert Oppenheimer. Now, Cillian Murphy and Florence Pugh are like two of the main cast members, and honestly, with that alone, I'm sold to go watch it. Movie <laughs> theater is gonna be taking all of my money right now. <laughs> and in case if you're wondering, but Monroe, why did you not wear a dress for your Bobby look today? Well, podcast Barbie, you know, does have a dress on actually. <laughs> this is a dress, it's just a black dress with a pink shirt over it just to add like the Barbie pink to it uh, because podcast Barbie has to be on the go and you know it can't always be in like very 
awesome fashionable heels. Because <laughs> she has to run from one location to another to get the latest scoop. Uh, yes, I made a whole, it's a whole thing. Today's look is a whole thing. I made a whole scenario for it. It's beautiful. <laughs> As I was saying, Oppenheimer has gotten also quite a bit of controversy, not because of like, I mean, first off, it's already based on like the atomic bomb, which is a bomb that caused a lot of destruction. Not the point right now. <laughs> point is, uh, so Florence Pugh and Cillian Murphy play lovers in the film and in one of the, no, I think it's just one nude scene, but in the nude scene in the Middle East, they did a CGI black slip dress on Florence Pugh for like modesty reasons, which is nothing new really. A lot of other countries outside of the US do have censorship regulations that have to be followed in order for a film to get approved. Now, one of the most controversial aspects of the film has been a line that Oppenheimer did state in an interview once, and it is used in the film quite a few times, especially in one of the scenes where Florence and Cillian's characters are in the middle of getting it on. And <laughs> y'all, it has caused just a whole lot of backlash, especially from India, because the line is used from one of their sacred Hindu texts. Now, they do explain that Oppenheimer in his life turned to Hinduism after like the creation of the bomb and all this stuff. But the line itself says, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. And like Florence Pugh's character tells him to say it during and you know, they're outraged because like, what? Why y'all reading? Holy text during that. I no 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 I feel about that. Uh, I don't know, I'm okay with that. And last but certainly not least, because of course like Indiana Jones is also out and also I think it's another mission impossible. I don't remember. <laughs> and it's on Christmas. <laughs> But Sound of Freedom. Now, Sound of Freedom did have a more limited release. There was a lot of issues with the film even coming to the big screen. But that one is based on the true story of an old, well now retired, uh, Homeland Security agent that goes to save this young brother and sister from human trafficking in Colombia. From what I've seen from people that have gone to see the movie, it is a very like well done film. I do want to check it out. I know it's not going to be such an easy film for me to watch just because like, I don't know, when it's things like that involving kids, it just like ooh, brings me to tears. So <laughs> definitely gonna take my tissues on that one. But yeah. Let me know, have you guys watched any of these yet? If you have, go ahead down in the comments. Tell me what you thought. Tell me what you think about the films. Uh, don't put any spoilers in there yet, okay? <laughs> don't put any spoilers in there yet. Not just for me, but for anybody else in the glittering that hasn't watched it yet. Now, all this talk about movies. <laughs> We cannot just graze over what is currently going on in Hollywood. Now, 
The Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television and Radio Artists went on strike in July, joining the Writers Guild of America. And the strike was done in order for better pay, job security, and due to the disparities in film and television because of like the growing streaming industry, according to Time.com. Now, because of the strikes, there's been a whole, a whole lot going on. I think during the premieres, like it was the world premieres of Oppenheimer and I think Barbie was premiering that night as well, but basically I know for Oppenheimer for sure it was a really big thing that the cast said that if, you know, the SAG after <laughs> Yes, I am because just saying S-A-G-A-F-T-R-A sounds like a whole lot. But the Screen Actors Guild <laughs> when they announced that they were also going to go on strike, it was said that the actors were going to basically get up and walk out of the premiere. Uh, and here's the thing about the strike, right? Hell yeah. I am in complete support of it. Because there have been, I mean, it's not really anything new that we have heard the differences in pay even amongst actors on like very big projects where it's like you'll have one actor making like six million dollars and then you'll have another one making like 20k. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, maybe. But <laughs> things of that nature is one of the things that are being argued as well as you know, obviously equal pay, right? But uh, the inclusion of like CGI, basically replacing actors in scenes so they will edit in an actor versus them actually being there, uh, lack of control over self-audition tapes, as well as residual pay for streaming services. Now, I think this one is super fucking important because I don't know if you guys have seen... Um, Oh my god, Prince Zuko. <laughs> I have a she's. <laughs> so I follow him on, I think it was TikTok. I think I've been following him on TikTok for a bit, or Instagram. Probably both. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Love the man's voice. But. You know, he would do a thing where he would, like, get residual checks for something and then, like, open it up and try and get a meal off, like, whatever the check was. It was, like, a cute little thing he was doing. But residual checks, the reason I'm bringing it up is because a residual check is essentially you play a character in a film. So, say, Friends. <laughs> because I know they still get paid, like, hello fucking money for the roles that they portrayed. But say you are in a film or a TV series and your character is one of like the main cast characters, you're going to get a big chunk of money the more like times the show gets played, merchandise gets bought, etc, 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 per whatever were the stipulations of your contract. Now, one of the issues because of streaming services that has arisen is that a lot of people are not getting paid. They're not getting their residual checks or they're not getting paid adequately for it. Not just actors and artists and all that that are in the production, but 
or like acting within the production but also those behind the camera like writers and people on the production team and as well as like stunt doubles all of that because i think yeah no i think the latest thing that i read about it was that harrison ford's stuntman lit himself on fire during the strike i hope he's okay that that is a oof I saw that and I was like, oh my, pobrecito que esté bien. Um, but it's things like that that like, if I'm fucking, oh my god, oh, why can't I remember his name right now off the top of my head? But when Squid Games came out for Netflix, there was a bunch of articles that came out afterwards saying that basically the person that actually wrote the trend and all of that they bought the show from him and then that was it like it was a one-time cut price while netflix still was making hell of fucking profit because of all the streams that the show itself had and this i think this strike is bringing forward a lot of awareness in regards to technology and how quickly it is evolving especially in the world of artistry because not that long ago um the CEO of Disney himself said that because of the company's over focus on the streaming service platform, the oversaturation of content has left its like feature films essentially not making the like expected amount of money and like not to say that they're particularly tanking, but they aren't making as much as expected because there's like and i've seen people everywhere across socials basically say like well a lot of people don't know where to begin especially if you haven't been following like the mcu is a really good example of this like everything is so intertwined but to figure out really like where's the fucking starting point to where are they now can get so muddled and like seek, f- fucking another uh, the secret invasion just dropped, and it, there's so much going on in just that show that you're like, wait, I clearly need to go back and watch something else because I completely missed something. So like, if you're picking up and just trying to start wherever, you're gonna have to go back and watch everything else without a real clear direction of where you're going unless you're like completely obsessed with mcu and like you know that shit like the back of your fucking hand right now with the strike obviously (laughs) there are things that are going to be impacted as well like deadpool 3 emily in paris uh american horror story wicked (laughs) the sandman which I'm so excited for that Netflix series to come back and I really hope they don't cancel it because Netflix has a gross little thing of just fucking canceling shows like Mindhunter. <laughs> Bring back Mindhunter, it was so good, how dare you. Um. <laughs> but are we surprised? that this is happening absolutely not and to get like real spiritual yeah for like 2.5 seconds venus is in retrograde currently in leo and leo is the sign all about showing up and showing the fuck out 
And as a person whose moon and Venus are both in Leo, yeah, I'm not shocked that this is happening. There is going to be a whole lot of shifts. Like, since the fucking new moon in Cancer that was already putting a hard of all of scrutiny on all forms of relationships, the retrograde in Tilio is just, retrograde of Venus in Tilio is just amplifying that to like the nth degree. Okay, and we're seeing it not just with like this contract for the Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild of America making all these changes and the strike itself, right? Because obviously the contracts are a form of relationship, but as well as like all the celebrity shit that's going on because so Ariana Grande is getting a divorce. <laughs> And she is dating her wicked co-star, who is also married and just had a baby, like, a few months ago. So, that that's one of the, like, what the fuck? The internet's been going in with the memes, though, I'm not gonna lie. Another thing that happened is Doja Cat basically telling her fan base that she does not love them. And... You know, people did clap back. They were like, yo, the only reason you are anything is because of your fans. And she's like, well, I didn't ask y'all to do that. And like, ma'am, <laughs> in the entertainment industry, is it not known that like, without the people that support what we do as artists, right? We ain't shit like sin la gracia de dios y los fans no se pasa nada so like i don't i don't know what her thought process was behind her going off but like it's been a while that she's been trying to leave the music industry because if not like like maybe early, late last year early this year when she was like yeah goodbye i'm like retired from the fucking music industry and she was just kind of like done and then ended up i think she had a show and then like showed up at like the my gala or some shit like that some somewhere along that timeline but she's i don't know i don't know if this is her just being like okay bye i'm like i'm done she's just trying to peace out or she just genuinely was like fuck y'all i don't care but I think that's definitely a way of like <laughs> her fans are definitely questioning that relationship now we're asking her like did you good because where did that come from also in like movie land and we're gonna get into the other one in a second but that one hurts my heart a little bit because <laughs> what the fuck uh, not the point though. So, uh, rumor has it, and I can't remember which fucking, I think it might have been comicbook.com or Unilad, one of the two, but it's rumored that JLo has a specific set of rules for Ben Affleck to follow if he does end up getting cast in Deadpool 3. Now, it is confirmed that Jennifer Garner, who is Ben Affleck's ex, is cast in Deadpool 3, and she will re, like, portray her role as Elektra. And the rumor is that, you know, they're trying to get him on board to come back as Daredevil. And, like, I was reading the fucking article, and basically, 
the roles that JLo had were like she's loud on set at all times whenever and just can do pop-ins whenever the fuck she feels like it uh he has to be part of like i think all the press releases not her but like ben i guess to like help him right in upping his whatever role within the film uh and there was another one and i can't remember what it is now people are saying that like mm, it might not be true just because like ben and jen have been uh not jlo <laughs> jennifer garner <laughs> have been pictured even with like jlo's kids and like things are super amicable we're gonna see if this is like true at all because if we start getting random pictures of jlo on the mcu set then i guess the rumors are true uh or you know she might just be a very very supportive partner we shall see for the one that hurts though oh my god so according to people.com or people magazine or whatever according to their sources rosalia and rao alejandro are no more they've called it quits after three years and they just dropped a little album talking about how in love they are with each other and like according to the sources or whatever it was said on people.com it's like they're still very in love with each other and all this stuff i'm waiting for the joint statement and people are saying like at her shows and everything recently she has been crying through like some of her songs I don't want it to be true, I just want it to be that, you know, she was just, like, having a moment and she felt the song extra, not that they're done done. At the time of this recording, uh, is the middle of the night of, like, when this was released. And... <laughs> I'm waiting for the joint statement, y'all. Uh, in happier news, I hope everybody fucking enjoyed the hell out of Beyonce's sold-out Soldier Field Renaissance World Tour show here in Chicago. Did y'all have a good fucking time? I definitely think so. From all the videos that I've been seeing going around, looked like a solid fucking time. I'm so happy that y'all enjoyed it if y'all were there. I clearly did not get Beyonce tickets. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> next time but big fucking congratulations to all the businesses that were part of the 100k donation that beyonce did through her um foundation for the local black businesses in chicago that is absolutely fucking incredible i am just like so happy i would press the shit out of my button if it were not like one in the morning right now uh i don't want to get in trouble with my neighbors <laughs> in happy news as well well not happier i guess just local chicago news i hope you guys have a good ass fucking time at Lollapalooza. that's coming up uh leaky con chicago august 5th and 6th tom felton's gonna be here oh my god yes draco malfoy is going to be in chicago and can i say that i am not going to walk around the streets of chicago in just hopes that i run into this gorgeous gorgeous human being no, I cannot say that because I'm totally going to do it. But <laughs> be like, hey, Tom, you want to be on my podcast? <gasps> Imagine. That would be so cool. Oh, my God. I just got so geeked out right now. <laughs> Please. 
pretty please <laughs> cherry on top anyway big congratulations to daniel radcliffe who recently celebrated his birthday and all my moon babies out there that celebrated cancer season then cancer season and all of those celebrating here now in leo season i know it's gonna be kind of a bitch with this retrograde being what it is throughout the entirety of leo season she's not letting up uh <laughs> oh venus <laughs> and it's gonna be chaos in the relationship sector y'all i've i already done goofed <laughs> it was like it said do not act what the fuck was the thing i was reading i don't know this page i follow on instagram was like do not act impulsively based on your emotions and i was like pew pew and then i read it the next morning and i was like unsend <laughs> Yeah, here we are. And I was like, okay. Next time, I don't do that first thing in the fucking morning. But, you know, lessons learned. It's okay. Oh. When they say rejection is divine protection, it's beautiful. But. <laughs> I'm so deviated from what the fuck I was reading. Congrats to Dylan Sprouse and Barbara Palton on their wedding and last weekend. And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that is all that I have for you for today, my lovely hummingbirds. Except we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be a Barbie girl. By that, I mean like Barbie girl energy. What is Barbie girl? What does that mean? Monroe, what are you talking about? Well, the official barbie girl slogan before we get into the barbie girl slogan i totally just fucking forgot again i am so happy i'm so proud of them yay <laughs> yes i love soccer i what does it mean to be a barbie girl well if you have followed along with pop culture for this fucking long as okay <laughs> hi my lovely hummingbirds so we are gonna pray that this audio sounds good for the last half of this episode because i just touched something and i just heard a again <laughs> like the previous episode where the end of that audio just did not hit uh for chapter 29 <laughs> which was such a chaotic episode oh my god I love y'all. If y'all watch that shit to the end, I love you so, so much. But if you have stuck around with pop culture from the jump, from the start of this fucking podcast, from when it was just on Anchor pre-Spotify acquisition, when, you know, I was still part of LLP Media, all of that good shit, then you know pop culture has always been a little bit of everything. And I've always tried to incorporate a little bit of every aspect of the things that I like throughout this podcast series. Now, can I say that my love for Barbie did not influence this in any way? I cannot. Because... <laughs> 
the Barbie girl slogan is you can be anything and you know I really took that to heart as a little girl apparently because <laughs> even when I was a kid and they're like in school like what do you want to be when you grow up and I like I was like I want to be a mom they were like that's not a real job and I was like you could go tell my mom that but also <laughs> I was like okay I want to be an archaeologist by day and then a dancer by <laughs> a mom in the afternoon and then a dancer by night <laughs> and one of my professors was like bitch you were trying to be Indiana Jones like what the fuck I was like no you know I've never actually watched any of the Indiana Jones movies <laughs> probably should <laughs> still haven't seen I don't think I have I've seen all the James Bond movies I know that <laughs> hmm interesting That might be like a little, maybe a little adventure for this week. But anyway, Indiana Jones aside. Oh my god, that just totally fucking reminded me. Have you guys like seen that shit about the cave that they found in Jerusalem with the fucking necromancy shit? I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And then like they're there's this fucking special on netflix right now about this archaeology team uh, they're called rising star yes and they discovered like a whole new fucking species that existed like 360,000 years ago or some shit but what the fuck okay <laughs> my little archaeology heart just growing 10,000 sizes right there aside <laughs> the Barbie slogan <laughs> if you guys see so many edits in today's episode so many snippets it's because I'm literally cackling throughout it like I just I do not know what is up with my energy today but I'm just like Ooh, it's a fucking roller coaster but Barbie slogan has been since like the 80s you can be anything it wasn't made official until 2015 which interesting because we are repeating cycles that occurred because of the you know in 2015 and like barbie movie coming out now very interesting that's the point though <laughs> so Barbie, originally a doll, that is like the theme. Uh, like I said, so many generations have grown up with it since it came out in 1959. So like, you know, I mean, my mom grew up with Barbies at this point. Like, I don't think she ever had a Barbie. I don't think that was like her thing, but <laughs> honestly, I don't think it was her thing. But I'm just saying like, this film has had such an impact because the toy itself has had such an impact across generations for so many kids and now even women like myself right uh the doll not only represented like oh a fun new toy to play with but also it represented like the realm of possibilities available for young girls like you can literally be fucking anything barbie's whole thing was like there was you know president barbie astronaut barbie fucking malibu barbie obviously <laughs> what was the oh my god it's this christmas barbie is she so pretty 
I love her. She had big poofy brown hair like me. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't know. Being a Barbie girl is really just about embracing yourself. And, okay, I'm going to get so corny. And I wrote, okay, so I wrote a little thing. And it's a bunch of, like, Barbie movie quotes. <laughs> oh my gosh, this fucking TikToker, I can't remember their handle, but they were like, we should gatekeep the Barbie movie as hard as Marvel fans do Marvel. Like, do you know who Bibble is? <laughs> Have you seen Barbie? Barbie as Rapunzel, Barbie as Swan Lake, Barbie and the Nutcracker. <laughs> And honestly, I was, I, I felt that right here. I was so hyped with her <laughs> for that to be a thing. I was like, you know what? Yes, that's such a good idea. <laughs> what does it mean to be a Barbie girl? Well, my lovely hummingbirds, a Barbie girl is the knowing that you can be anything as long as you go out to live your dream and you remember that you are braver than you think and that anything is possible because love and imagination can change the world. Yes, those are all Barbie movie quotes. <laughs> but I think, you know, being a Barbie girl is literally just that. It is embracing your power. It is embracing your passions. It is being fearless in knowing that everything that you put your mind and heart to, you can do. And also it is about being a badass in the color pink. <laughs> you know, like fucking, <laughs> I just thought about Elle Woods because of the fucking shade of pink that I'm wearing. <laughs> you know, and then in Greece when um, Rizzo and fucking Frenchie tells her, she's like, hey, how do you guys like Sandy? You think we'll let her in the pink ladies? And Rizzo's like, Nah, she's too pure to be pink. <laughs> I was like, interesting. I like that take. I like it. I like it a lot, but... I just want to say to all my fellow Barbie girls out there that grew up with it, that loved the movies growing up, all that good shit, and now have seen the movie or going to see the movie, I hope you rock that pink fucking outfit or whatever outfit that is inspired from your favorite Barbie. I hope you really embrace the slogan of being anything that you want to be in life and know that even when things get hard, even when things seem like there's no fucking way, anything is possible. You can conquer it all, my lovely hummingbirds. I love y'all. That's it. That's all I got for today's episode of Makeup and Motivation. I believe in you. You can do it. Literally, that's it. <laughs> I love y'all so, so much. Thank you for putting up with today's crazy-ass episode because I, I don't even know. I hope you like the makeup look the whole show, baby. Yes, it is literally bright pink, shimmery pink. Like, do you see that? That's so cute. Oh my god, I love that. And then, like, little fucking golden shade right there so that it goes, like, with, you know, Barbie's blonde hair, which, like, at a point looked very golden. It was not, like, the very toned blonde that we see today. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. And also, partially, 
inspired from my favorite Barbie that had like all the fun um, sunset colors in her hair. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> As always, my lovely hummingbirds, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, money. Kisses and reminding you to always look up at the moon. I love you all so, so much. Have a good one. Have a great time. I hope you hit the movies and have a great week. Careful because the air quality is still kind of trash right now in Chicago. Uh, so be safe. Take your necessary precautions. It is going to be a hot one weather-wise. So please carry some water. All that good shit. Take care of yourselves. Keep on pushing. Keep on doing. And yeah. You can be anything that you want to be in this life. Follow your dreams. I love y'all. Don't give up. You got this. Okay? I love you. Have a good one. Bye.